Hey everyone, Anthony Fantano here, internet's busiest music nerd, and it is time for another episode of the Needle Drop Podcast. And in this episode, we have two guests. We are interviewing two creators, YouTube content creators from across the net, uh, hailing from the UK and Russia, two of the content creators who you might know from the growing community of commentary channels. Uh, we have No Fuckers, aka the Moscow Sad Boy, and we have... <laughs> Pyrocynical, aka Tony uh, Bamanaboni. Bamanaboni. <laughs> that man will be dead in a week. It, it will, but you know, in this episode, we're going to talk about their channels, the commentary community. I'm sure lots of memes and regrets and uh, personal information will come up in the middle of this episode too. And I believe that we also have Leafy on the line as well. Is 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 that true? Hey guys, it's Leafy. Welcome to a brand new video. <laughs> Leafy, how are the memes biting today? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. No shots fired, Leafy. By the way, that was just a little meme here and there. Okay. Yeah, a little meme in here and there. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> it's too late, guys. I hear the uh, the Keemstar drama alert intro. <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> ten ten Reddit posts how Nafukas has abused Leafy on the internet. Don't, don't give Nafukas a platform to defend himself. <laughs> Okay, so, so so you guys already just opened up the Keemstar floodgate. Uh, I'm wondering if we should get into that now or if we should just come to it later after we do a, a little bit more introduction here. Uh, whatever's more comfortable for you two, I'm, I'm fine to tackle any topic at the moment. All right, so uh, uh, g give me a little bit of background. First Pyrocynical, then no fuckers. Um, mm -hmm. As to what exactly you guys do on your channel. Why the fuck does anybody watch your, your, your cancerous <laughs> content? Um, okay, you know, just, well, just give me a, a short little uh, elevator pitch here, you know? Okay. So if anyone has watched my content, they've clicked on it on total accident. Hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure my entire following is people accidentally clicking on my video. Like, uh, <laughs> it's, it's just a horrible mistake. Honestly, it's, it's commentary channels with horrible clickbait titles, no substance whatsoever. And, uh, probably some kind of CSGO surf or some kind of gameplay background, pretty much. Hmm. It's just, uh, but being serious, it's more about, oh, it, it's a weird one to uh, to pinpoint because it can be varied in a sense because originally I think commentary started off as people talking about uh, life stories in a sense. Hmm. And when I say life stories, it was either- Smoking weed. Or, yeah, it was either smoking <laughs> weed or almost died because he like someone tripped over me. Like like, almost died experience. Like, if you type in almost died phase, there's yeah. like seven stories and I think three of them are by like the same channel. It's <laughs> just almost died three yeah, times. Yeah, they basically, basically retell stories of each other to make yeah. a video. So they would have started off in a sense as life stories, but then they evolved into more of like a reaction commentary sense. Hmm. So it's taking someone's video, whether that be like some really old 2012 meme that's gone super viral or something more recent that people have found out. Uh, I mean, for, for example, with me, what I do is I used to find the videos out myself and I still do in a sense, but I've got like a, a subreddit page set up now where people like suggest things to me in a sense. I mean, there's there's a lot of garbage, you know what I mean? It's like some kid will show me a video and it's like, oh, look, my mate made a Minecraft channel. Can you rip into it? And I'm like, he's clearly an eight-year-old boy. He's got like three views. I'm not going to rip it into him because that's like the most douchiest thing to do. Like, you've, yeah. you've really got to be careful when you do a video on someone Parasynical, because... Parasynical is making fun of kids. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I, making fun of kids. Uh, the fuckers, the, uh, the Keemstar insurgent, he's already exposed me. Mm. Uh, 
basically you've got to be really careful to avoid to pick on people that in a sense can't take it which i think every channel has made the mistake of doing in some sense do you know what i mean hmm. you've got to make sure it's someone who's uh because w- what i've noticed recently is and this Somebody is a thing who that has a platform to defend himself you know? <laughs> Ro- roman roman covered this uh i think it was either yesterday or a few videos <clears throat> a few videos ago and it was basically uh you've got these people that try to contact like me or leafy or <laughs> roman and they're self-aware in a sense so like they'll make a video saying they want to marry us and all this stuff but like they're basically like internet trolls in a sense like roman despises them because uh they're basically trying to leech off bigger youtubers and get their attention so they get a video made on them which is totally true i agree with that but in the sense it's kind of like a safe thing to make a video on because you know you can go in like pretty hard on them and they can take it because they're self-aware and they're like ironic do you know what i mean like it's all it's all a meme Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's, they're, it's a they're just they're really. just being crazy on camera because they're looking to be kind of you know yeah. bullied in a way, not, not exactly, bullied literally, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Um, I'm, I'm only they, mad they because I, I'm only mad because I don't don't get uh, any pussy myself, obviously, on YouTube. <laughs> so that's the problem. Well, I think I think once um, you know s- somebody as infamous as uh, uh, Katie triggers me, I think once Pyro finally just fully passes on her. Uh, she'll just kind of continue down that rung of, you know, and, and you're, you're the next one down, right? So, I mean, she'll I probably make a video about Roman you. Made I made a video about video. <laughs> Roman made an entire video shitting on her, basically. Oh, dude, I think you, dude, you, you had, you had to wait. You have to wait <laughs> until she actually tries to get your attention. Well, you can't, you can't, you can't uh, just do will. it right I mean, out of she the has gate. No, she has no dignity anyway, so maybe she would do it even after I roasted her. For maybe like the whole 10 minutes pretty much she maybe might do happen. you know just check her yeah. channel like just got a printout of your face when you were like 16 just kissing <laughs> it yeah like just just go tomorrow on her channel we see like a roman a roman uh, no fuckers please please take me to russia <laughs> <laughs> okay so so you you've set up essentially here kind of the video style that that you're talking about uh, R- roman you know wh- what are you doing in the community that's that's sort of any different from what people can typically expect from from these videos you know sort of what what is your style that your or your angle that you kind of take when when you're making these videos you know keep in mind uh, to the audience that mm-hmm. um you know i I've, I've been conscious of you on twitter for a while but what has brought you closer to my attention recently was that you did a video about keemstar and you also did like a diss track and then you proceeded yeah. to review the diss track in, <laughs> well, in you, sort of, in sort like of like 20 videos on Keemstar to be fair. I think at this point, half of Roman's channel is uh, dedicated <laughs> yeah. to Keemstar. Well, well, he, well like, he reviewed his own diss track in sort of an Anthony Fantano style. It's quite and, funny actually, like not, not to hijack it, I'll just say it and then Roman can say his thing, but uh, it actually reached the point where Keemstar was contacting me trying to get Roman to delete all his videos. He says like, <laughs> Get get the fuckers to delete all these videos, or I'll block yeah. you, or I'll make some kind of video exposing you, or something. <laughs> what? Literally messaging other people. To what a, del- get what a delicious delete. what a delicious threat. Yeah. Um, okay. Well. Anyway. So basically, what I do, I think the way I am different, I try to differentiate by. Okay. So I have a few things. First of all, uh, I, I'm obviously I know Russian, right? And I think you could bring uh, us those juicy Russian memes from across. Yeah, exactly. From across exactly. The pond. Because there's a lot of like bullshit happening in the Russian community, and you know, just stupid. Did you, if you saw my videos about this guy, there's a Russian dude, a uh, YouTuber with over one million subs, who pretty much like faked his own fucking death and faked being attacked on stream. <laughs> and it's I did, I did, I did, I did see that video. Well. 
I did see yeah, that video. He's such a fucking idiot. And it's just like kids believe him and it's so bad. It's just like the most <laughs> the worst shit I've seen on YouTube pretty much. There's just nothing like that goes beneath this level. So it, it, just making videos about that I think is uh, really nice. And I, you know, just I mean, I'm trying to differentiate by trying to make like basically, you know, what with Pyro and Leafy, uh, they just make commentaries like all the time. And I try to, you know, sometimes throw in something else like make maybe make like a diss track or some kind of a parody like I did of you or something like that. So, uh, you know, even though I'm still being called <laughs> a Leafy clone, which mm. is uh, a title I will never ev evade probably in my life. Mm. I'm st I will still, you know, try to make other types of content and basically, you know, uh, differentiate from, uh, you know, because uh, this, <laughs> my whole like problem with YouTube is because like what I think of myself is that I will. I probably would be able to make like better content than I do now, just if I had more time. I mean, people like there's this uh like what prejudice about commentary channels on YouTube currently because as soon as people find out that you're a commentary channel, if you talk shit over a video game, and you, they just think you're cancer like straight yeah, away. It's and really it's because it's so it's because uh, I mentioned this earlier. It's because it's so oversaturated. You know what I mean? So people have this like initial hate for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like with a it's like with a gaming channel, you know, if you're a big channel like with a following, like let's say Markiplier, and you've established a fan base, you're fine, you can do whatever you want. But if you're this upstart gaming channel, people will be like, Oh, we don't need another gaming channel. Fucking hell, there's like fifty yeah. of you. You, you, know? you copy PewDiePie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll literally just compare you to uh, whoever, you know, like for example, uh, me and Roman uh have been called leafy clones so many fucking times i think it's become like a meme now like when people say yeah. it's more self-aware but originally they were being full-on serious and it's like yes because leafy was no, the you first person the, the comments of my video that went viral about the guy the russian dude like oh uh, yeah, yeah. Roman, one of roman's videos went viral and it got absolutely shat on like it's i think the dislikes are like <laughs> nearly 50 50 or something at this point yeah hmm. that yeah. uh oh it's just it's just so retarded. That that guy you covered, actually, Roman, that Russian guy, he's just, I don't, he, it's so retarded because he's a Minecraft YouTuber, right? And it's literally, his channel has devolved so much because he used to do Minecraft videos, Minecraft yeah. months, and now it's literally his profile picture on YouTube. It's like a happy old man, like a Minecraft man, right? <laughs> and you see in the videos, like, there's such a contrast. You see happy man in the YouTube profile picture, happy old man. And then in one of the thumbnails, just fucking, there's a guy screaming with his hands taped yeah. or something. Yeah, just getting fucking it's killed in the video. It's just such a start. It's such a start. It's just contract. like the video is basically fucking ISIS beheading challenge. Like, huh? <laughs> going on. It's literally like a fucking like. There's like a video of him like fucking ISIS members break into his house or something. Like, I don't know. It, well, one of the points uh, Roman made in his it's video so was uh, basically. He, the, the guy that Roman talks about, he pretended to uh, get his apartment set on fire. Yeah. But then people searched the image up and he literally just took a stock image of a burning door. And, and then he makes the excuse later saying, oh, yeah, it's a stock photo, but that's because I don't want people to know where I live. <laughs> I'm like, why would you get a stock? Why would you even do that in the first place? He's clearly, he's like, he's clearly been idiot. caught lying his ass off and he just keeps bullshitting more stuff because yeah, you know yeah. what happens right like we've all told that one little white lie and then you tell another lie to cover it up but this guy is just next level he's literally just lying yeah. off a lie at this point but it is hilarious to he's watch he's also gonna have a bo boxing match with uh, another guy is that so actually like, happening yeah i'm looking forward to it <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna go no oh, you're not <laughs> no. gonna go okay yeah it's it's like another city, very very far. You should, you should actually go though, like just vlog it, like <laughs> hey blazers, no fuckers, eh? Yeah, you, <laughs> you see you, guy getting punched in the background. 
<laughs> you should you know, go. Like, you should go. The reason why Russian community is pretty cool is because, like, uh, basically, like, the, in Russia, there's, like, this thing. There's, like, a called a versus battle. Basically, it's a... Like Russian Russian people in like the Russian rap game, they like do rap battles with each other, like in a tournament or something. And like there were there are two big YouTubers in Russia, like both with uh, like a million subs, and they actually got got onto this like show and had a proper rap battle with each other. And that's like what you never see like on the you know Western side of the, you know you see like diss tracks like Rise Gum or whatever, but not like actual two YouTubers like. Just know, you know, you know, meeting meeting up in front of each other and actually rapping. It's pretty, it's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so uh, you guys have given me kind of like a you know a bit of background on your channels and what exactly yeah. you do. Going yeah. back earlier to something Pyrocynical said, uh, when you guys are picking videos to commentate <clears throat> on, picking memes to commentate on, you're talking about sort of having to be careful. Uh, about what exactly you're talking about because of the person who you're talking about, there could be repercussions to um, what exactly you're commentating on, you know, and, and let's sort of describe and, you know, get in clear exactly the kinds of videos and things you guys are looking to react to. You know, you're not like starting up the channel. Hey, Blazers, uh, uh, no fuckers here. <laughs> Roman has and, the best <laughs> intro. Just ever on YouTube. I love it so much. And, uh, you know, today we're going to Stop look at... Morning. Today we're going to look at a video of, you know, a cat cuddling up with a dog and it's just going to make everybody feel really good by the time we're, we're done with the video. And oh, I, then, I wish YouTube done. was like that. I wish oh, YouTube you, was like that. Just like know, everyone getting along. And it, it's, it's a but, shame but the, as well. But the thing is, the, you know, you guys are looking for stuff that is specifically like uh, eliciting like kind of a cringy reaction. Exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, and, and it's that kind of reaction that... Even if you don't tell your viewers, hey guys, you know, go on this person's channel and tell them that they're a fucking moron and they should die. Um, you know, it's it's the kind of thing that when people see it, they just inherently want to do that. No matter what you tell them, even if you tell yeah. them just to not do that sort of thing. Yeah, which I, I know mean, that we, which I know I've you guys uh, do do. I know you guys just, try your hardest to tell them not to. You know, do you want me to go first, or do you want Roman to? Just oh, about you the can, whole. You can go first. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah, uh, I've actually had that come up a few times with what you were talking about then, uh, because I don't think anyone on YouTube has ever explicitly said attack this person's channel, because <laughs> that, that's pretty much suicide. You'll have all the fucking social justice warriors attacking you, and plus as well, it's a pretty scummy thing to do. Sure. But, uh, what I've noticed is that there is a huge lack of people uh, attacking channels. I mean, with Roman, Roman's pretty much excluded from it because he's never really attacked anyone that... Uh, I guess couldn't take it in a there's sense. Like, for example, no, there recently was like a story I can tell, like the Vine girl. Remember that uh, uh, when I made the video about uh, like vines. And, I don't uh, remember that. I remember Leafy making a video on a vine. Okay, girl. I can, I can, I can, I can, I can tell you now. Well, yeah, yeah. I've you, made, you could tell I've us made, about I've it. I've made a video uh, like two weeks ago, or something like at the beginning of the month. It was about. Uh, I basically was like reacting to a bunch of vines, and that was like. The vines are like just fucking like Jacksepticeye and Markiplier just fucking having sex or something like that's literally like <laughs> oh yeah I remember now yeah so basically like I made this video and uh, the girl who like ha runs this account she's like uploaded the video of herself crying or something like that and I didn't really know what to like say but like basically like uh, the whole fucking Tumblr and Vine community just the whole like gay shipping community of Tumblr just went over to my like channel my inst just my even my instagram my twitter and everything and i was just like attacked by fucking everyone being like called like a 
with like the most ridiculous insults and shit. And you know, it's just it was just fucking stupid. So, but like the worst part about this is that like Keemstar is like trying his best every time I'm um, I like every time I fuck up or something. <laughs> he's always there to like try to fuck with me, pretty much. Uh, basically, what he's yeah, he's made he Keemstar shitless basically. So anything mm. Roman does, like if he fucking yeah. breathes in the wrong direction, Keemstar will either he, he won't he won't ever report on it, but he'll like try to intimidate Roman, saying, "Oh, yeah. I've got the parents on the line. I'm gonna call them." Like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it, exactly. it's bullshit. Like Keemstar is pretty much infamous now. For for uh, just messing around with people. Like, uh, I I know some people that have been in Skype calls with him, and he'll just, like, constantly try and fuck with you and stuff. I mean, yeah. to the point where it gets incredibly obnoxious, but, like, yeah, so once you kind of understand that, that he's just He was basically, like, uh, making videos on Twitter saying how, like, I'm a fucking asshole. Like, I make girls cry and shit. I make little kids cry. And he, like, he's, he actually made a video saying that, he made, like, tweets saying that, He's got like the girl and her parents on drama alert already, like an interview. But actually, like the the thing is that the girl herself, we actually like uh, friends now, sort of, I guess, because we made up that girl, the one who was like crying. Uh, but she actually like fucking despises Kimstan. She was not ever like going on drama alert or anything. So he's pretty much Kimstan is just pretty much trying his best to, you know, just fuck with me anytime he can, just do anything. Uh, Keemstar, if anybody doesn't know, is a YouTuber who runs the Drama Alert YouTube channel, which is um, a channel where it's kind of like a fusion between uh, Philip DeFranco and TMZ. Uh, if if all the drama yeah. were centered around YouTube, that is actually a perfect comparison. I've never yeah. thought of it like that. that yeah, he's perfect. he's a Philip DeFranco TMZ who is. Um, a, a gnome who loves popcorn <laughs> and he tries to hide his gnome heritage under a baseball cap, but it's just not working. Gnome heritage. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, gnome heritage, it goes back a long way. And I mean, you know, there, there I'm, sure, I'm sure Keemstar himself is thousands of years old. Gnomes live to a very ripe old age. And um, yeah, like in the souls of small children to stay alive, sustain himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, on a regular basis, he sort of makes these videos where he, uh, in in a very delusional fashion, uh, convinces <laughs> himself and maybe some of his viewers as well that he's delivering uh, the news, uh, when in fact he's just kind of you know throwing out a bunch of allegations about uh, various YouTubers and yeah. popular internet personalities, uh, just for you know internet drama and views, and for whatever reason, uh, you know, a, a lot of these people who he reports on on a regular basis you'd think if he's a journalist he's a reporter he's trying to remain unbiased and sort of stay out of drama himself but uh, for whatever it's reason nuts. he's sort of embroiled in a lot of very dramatic online battles with mm -hmm. uh, you know your your commentary channels and your other youtubers who you know he sort of digs up dirt on and sort of uh, delivers it as uh, soon as possible uh, on his YouTube or on his Twitter without actually vetting any of the information yeah, he has yeah. tops on. He has top files on top of files for on anybody mm, yeah. oh, <laughs> to, to swing at, <laughs> swing back at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, it's know, funny. I, actually, I would recommend uh, uh, anybody listening to this watch the uh, video I Dubs recently made about uh, about Keemstar because yeah, it's oh, that's a beautiful video. That yeah, video is pretty hilarious. It's blowing up. You know, it's. Uh, I think it's. I think it's Ian's most viewed video. I think it's two, mm. now it's, it's two point six million views now. So oh, yeah, nice. yeah. It doesn't that make it his most viewed? Should do. It, it, I think it is. I think it is. Yeah, it's still getting traction because like th there's just so many people in the community that uh, don't like Keemstar as a person, but like they don't want to speak up about him in a sense. But like yeah. 
he he knows that do you know what i mean he knows that people don't like him and he knows that no one will speak up about it because they're like intimidated by him and he, he likes it that way but uh ian ian oh fucking just idubs as a whole he's gone over such a weird transformation he's gone from fucking overgrowth let's plays and slender gangnam style yeah yeah and now he just became this self-aware yeah he's a savage absolutely just yeah exactly savage he's become a lot more cancerous but in the best sense possible he's (laughs) he's just such an amazing youtuber it's like how self-aware and how memey he is he's he's like when i told you about the whole pewdiepie transformation that he's became a lot more uh, cynical and self-aware idubs is like that but like literally tenfold it's just insane yeah. the transformation. It's good though in every aspect. You know, I can't, I can't judge, but it's just amazing how much it's like. It, I what I'd like to call it now. I'm probably going to trademark this shit. Just call it the YouTube effect. So the more time on YouTube, the more yeah. pessimistic and cynical you become. I guess he just found the like what he really enjoys making. Like, you know, yeah. maybe maybe in five years he's going to be like I don't know doing fucking family vlogs or something. <laughs> <laughs> family <laughs> vlogs. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, some some of my least favorite videos on on YouTube are uh, sort of those weird family vlogs where people are just like uh, pimping out their family for views, essentially, and just yeah. being like, "Look how cute my children are! Just watch my children all day." Oh, oh, it's not the Kinder Egg videos. They're, they're actually videos. they just, just pretend people, people just pretending to have miscarriages. Oh, pretend to have yeah. miscarriages. <laughs> Anthony, do you know about that? Oh God, no! Yeah, it's basically this channel, and they were like full-on uh, religious, like a uh, Christian, and they were like forcing it down people's throats and stuff. And they were like, you know, uh, with this beautiful Christian family, and they had all their videos just uploading daily, doing happy daily vlogs. And then they do a video called uh, "My Wife's Pregnant," where this guy, uh, the, the husband, checks uh, on a pregnancy thing or whatever it is, and she she comes as pregnant. Hmm. Uh, and then the very next video. <laughs> they have uh, a quote-unquote miscarriage, mm-hmm. right? And that, again, racks up millions of fucking views, like one of the most viral videos on their channel. And it's quite funny, actually, because I've noticed this on YouTube. If you want to convey something quite uh, dramatic or emotional, have all your videos in all caps, but then have the yeah, emotional yeah, video yeah, in yeah. lower case. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and obviously, everyone felt sorry for them. It's like H3 but... Productions has everything in all, like, leafy rants, and then it's like, we're being sued in, like, <laughs> just pro- proper intent. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, uh, it's so much, it's like you Nile as well. It's like you. you oh you, no, no! You I'm have like of it you have well. like the sec- the sexiest weed on YouTube, and then you go sexiest <laughs> uh, <laughs> weed. Yeah, and then you. If go I ever like, make a video titled that, just fucking kill me. <laughs> I don't want to reach like my videos are t- terrible already. With the title in, but that is just even worse. Please kill me if that ever happens, yeah. Roman. But. Uh, then they found out a couple of days later that the whole thing was staged for views. Hmm. The entire thing was staged, and they, they 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 did that thing where they didn't admit that it's fake, but they did in a way, but they worded it really well, like in a really manipulative way. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, they they yeah. didn't admit it was fake straight up, even though everyone knew it was. They said it was just an act of God or something like that. A, a prank. It was a, <laughs> a prank. It was a God was, pranked us. It was a prank from God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just it's weird actually what i've noticed is uh god I, I hear it so many times but everyone everyone's always complaining so everyone on youtube's fake there's so many fake people on youtube but in a sense i can understand where people are coming from because i've met a lot of youtubers and honestly in my opinion apart from a few people like for example leafy i don't talk to big youtubers do you know what i mean 
Hmm. I, I like to keep the people I talk to uh, quite select. I'm not one of those people that, uh, I mean, I, I've got some people like fucking Jesus, like PewDiePie and Quibble Cup. Like, I talk to them in DM sometimes, but like not really regularly still, just more of an acquaintance level. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm, I'm happy in that sense. I remember coming onto the YouTube scene about two years ago with fucking MLG Teletubbies. <laughs> Shrek <Shrekers> like- swag. <laughs> The, the worst videos ever made. If, if, if any of you are listening to this podcast, please do not search them. Uh, and I, I was always like, oh my God, I've got to meet this big YouTuber. I want to meet no. I want, you know. But the no, the no then, scope, then, oh my God. <laughs> but then uh, that idea just kind of faded. Do you know what I mean? Oh I'm, happy, I'm happy where I'm at now. I'm happy that I'm talking to people like... Uh, yeah, making clickbait uh, cancer. For example, yeah. making cl- Fuck off, Roman. You make clickbait as well. Like any, Anything you say could be applied to yourself as well. I know. I'm not saying I'm, it's not. <laughs> the, the roast. That doesn't uh, make it any less true, though. Yeah. It, so, is, it, is, <laughs> it is quite cancer. Yeah. I remember this whole meme going around with Roman where it was like... Uh, <laughs> Roman would basically copy my videos, but he he wouldn't really. But like people would take it out of context and make it into a forced meme. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like that. Uh, like when someone, well, like when Roman would attack one of my videos in a jerky way, because what me and Roman do is we attack each other on Twitter a lot. It's like part of the community. Like people think there's actual beef and they start tweeting at Keemstar to cover it, <laughs> but it's just like an actual. It's just a joke and stuff. You know? Yeah, it's just like saying Parasynical is a loser on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like mm. really mean your shit and. Uh, Roman would like attack one of my videos and then you get someone else respond saying like, this is your videos. And they just literally send a screenshot of the uh, fucking copy paste shortcut on someone's keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot of memeing. It really takes place on Twitter, but yeah, it's a, it's a pretty weird community, but it is a nice one at the same time. If you can get past the basically being roasted every day. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, an, another thing that I sort of, okay. you know, uh, talking about, uh, you know, this sort of weird, I don't know, miscarriage thing. Um, yeah. You know, another thing that I kind of like that the community consistently does is just find these really odd internet obscurities and kind of unearth them uh, yeah. for other people to find. You know, it's it's not every day that you see like, I don't know, some f- of the fucking ridiculous Russian shit that you bring up on your channel uh, or, you know, that uh, other video that I saw uh, just on your channel today where uh, the girl had um, uh, uh, sort of violently taken apart all those Teletubbies. Which which I found pretty disturbing. <laughs> Wait, are you are you talking about my video? Uh, I was talking about your video, and then I was talking yeah. about no, one of No Fuckers' videos earlier. Uh, yeah, yeah the, the Teletubby thing. Oh god, dude, I've literally got PTSD at this point. Whenever someone mentions Teletubby, I just think of MLG Teletubbies. Mm. <laughs> oh god, but yeah, uh, that that's one of the, uh, the yeah. that girl was uh, the girl I did a video on. She was a lot like uh, that Katie triggers me girl in a sense, like someone who's ironic and doing it for attention. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she didn't directly send the video to me or anything, you know. But um, th- that was an old ass video as well. That was done in 2012, which. On a side note, a good thing to do is when you're reacting to a video, do it on an old ass video because <laughs> there's more of a chance the channel's inactive, so there won't be any kind of backlash. <laughs> this one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Myself, I, I don't do like uh, cringe reactions very often. Like what I do on my channel is, if you if you look at it, it's I mostly talk about like the trends on YouTube or like stupid shit on YouTube. I find mm-hmm. like that's because like I I don't know. I just don't really like like sitting there and saying. Oh my god, guys, the video is so fucking cringe, I want to kill myself. <laughs> yeah, just like, no substance to it, just repeating, oh my god, because the, the worst thing you can do when you make a YouTube video is literally like, and everyone does it, is repeat what you see. 
Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. with no substance or no sure. input or nothing. I mean, well, no that's, that's what's so that's what's so yeah, horrible yeah. about so many reaction channels. With no structure, it's like they see something cringe. Oh my god, that's so cringe. They they see something gory. <laughs> oh my god, there's so much blood. Like you're not adding any kind of substance yeah, to it. And sure. I, I I gotta be honest, like uh, in my early days when I was making commentaries, I was uh. I was just fucking terrible. I had no substance. I, I probably haven't improved at all since then. I've just added more forced memes into my videos to mm. cover that. But still, mm. uh, it's, you've just got to learn to add substance into videos. In, in my a sense. opinion, like uh, even you know, Leafy also has you know he he's he still makes like reactions to like cringy stuff. But at least he puts like more background now to every single like thing he's talking about. But you go on like YouTube and search up like all these small commentary channels who like upload videos called like the cringiest video on YouTube or something and you just open the video and it's like a kid like sitting at 3 a.m. whispering his roommate <laughs> like exactly like a three it's just like he's just like oh, oh my oh my god guys that's that's so cringy but yeah, I, I can't yeah, be yeah. too loud my, my parents are sleeping so cringe it's it's just horrible and it's, it's uh, like the worst type of videos you know you know the whole thing Anthony like 90% of all commentary channels have CSGO surf as the background footage sure yeah yeah uh I just imagine, like, I played CSGO Surf once, and there must have been, like, out of the 16 people on the server, I reckon about 14 to 15 of them were probably recording that gameplay for their commentary <laughs> channel. That, that is all CSGO Surf yeah, has devolved yeah, into yeah. now. People recording it on Bandicam or Fraps to exactly. put in a commentary video. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I, I was talking with um, Lieutenant Corbis about this, who I know you're a big fan mm -hmm. of, uh, because I had her on the podcast a few weeks ago. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, about, you know, sort of a lot of these cringy videos that people are sort of looking out for now. You know, people are actively, you know, typing and searching for cringe compilations and the cringiest yeah. video on YouTube, you know, sort of in the search bar. And I remember when I was first getting started on YouTube, this was not something that people looked for at all. You know, occasionally here and there, like, you know, the like you would look for, I don't know, like the the Star Wars kid video. Like, obviously, there's that's a, that's an old viral video. That's that's an older meme and that has a very like kind of strong cringe factor to it but it mm -hmm. seems like cringe is, is seeing a, a renaissance uh <laughs> if if you will in the youtube yeah. community and people are just like actively looking for this i don't know this kind of reaction they're looking for something to uh elicit i don't know well a, because a, like, a cringy think, reaction in like them. i think like the commentary like i think what if you just look on youtube right now the most popular thing on YouTube currently is uh, to critique something. Like all the channels that are blown up right now, like Leafy, like uh, Risegum, I hate everything. Like I don't know, H D Three, whatever. Great I, Great Day Under A. They are all you know talking shit about something stupid, like on YouTube or whatever. So or react to something that's cringy, like in the community, or whatever. So I think in a sense uh, that also like makes it more uh you know people just it's search escape, for more it's cringe. escapism in a sense really isn't it because uh they're basically especially with grady under a they're saying things that you agree with but you couldn't really agree with openly in public do you know what i mean that's why like uh in my opinion i perceive that kind of stuff as like a form of escapism i mean not not with all the videos like for example i'm pretty sure like people who watch rice gum you know like uh they're not all like people that want to roast little kids daily but uh I think leaning more towards Grade A under A, he talks about relatable stuff in a sense. Like for example, uh, people in public that say awkward things that put you in an awkward situation. It's really relatable stuff in a sense, and that's why it garners so many views because mm. it is relatable. And a lot of people like you just get like the everyman person watch it and be like, "Oh my god, this is me. This relates to me." You know.
But Roman, Roman is totally right. Actually, I, I didn't think about it in that aspect. Like YouTube uh, seems to really be pandering to people, basically mocking others or taking the piss or critiquing in yeah. a sense. Hmm. It, it's he's totally right, especially uh, like with Ricegum. Ricegum's channel is literally just his channel has become attacking. Well, just roasting little kids, and I mean, not not in the negative sense, because you know they're all probably like child pop stars and that, and they can probably take it. Yeah. But you know, yeah. it, that that is all his channel is because it's a, it's a successful brand, it's a successful thing to do. So why stop doing it? Hmm. Yeah. In a sense, no, so, yeah, like the most the most that's literally the most uh, you know trending thing on YouTube is to critique and talk shit about others. Uh, I don't know how it became like that, but it is. It's just it's just like what I was talking about with the whole uh, evolution of PewDiePie and that it's people have become more self-aware, more pessimistic and more cynical, which is it's good in a sense because it adds an extra uh, value of comedy. You know, I'd much prefer this than uh, fucking funny doge memes or nine cat or something. You know, <laughs> it's it's definitely a lot better. There's more substance to it. But in a sense, uh, it does make the community more pessimistic and more hate filled, I'd say, in a sense. Because, again, what Roman is saying is right. You know, the community has uh, what is trending is basically mocking uh, others or taking the piss out of others, in a sense. Sure. No, it's it's like the YouTube community as a whole is kind of going through its, like, angsty, rebellious phase. Yeah, like teenage you know, shit. At, 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 the <laughs> at the start, it was just like, you know, kind of really dumb, obscure vlogs that nobody really watched. And yeah. I remember back in the day on YouTube... Um, you know, like you could go on a part of the website and sort of see the top 100 YouTubers and, you know, they were all like vloggers and like um, fucking Fred or something. Yeah. No, no. Like even earlier than him. Um, and, you know, and, and we're talking about like, you know, uh, uh, around a time when like several thousand, you know, uh, uh, YouTubers following you or being subscribed to you meant you were like the shit. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I'm talking about a time when you could probably look this guy up. His name is Renetto. Uh, he was like one of the big early vloggers. He's super obscure now. Nobody watches him anymore. Um, you know, like from an era where guys like uh, like the angry video game nerd were kind of getting their start. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, it was pretty rampant back then that you could actually game the system pretty easily just by over and over and over making sock accounts and then just subscribing to yourself. And there were several people who were like, you know, in the top uh, ranking channels who basically got called out or caught doing that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just looked at this guy's channel and he has like a video with 18 million views. Yeah, he was super oh, popular shit. back in the day. He was very yeah. relevant back I've in the day. I've gone on his channel and he's only got like 600 views, like 400 views. Yeah, but, but views. open like his very first video and it's like 18 million views. Yeah, like he he used to be very popular, very relevant back in the day. This is the this is the earliest clickbait on YouTube because it has an ass in the thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, depending on kind of what the vibe is and sort of what the trends are, you know, YouTube sort of just shoves certain videos in your face. You know, also depending on what you've clicked on, and it's kind of funny because this whole community that you know we're talking about here. I was completely unaware of its existence and you know what fucking, you know, started to put it in my face was YouTube after I clicked on that video where mm -hmm. Ethan was talking about Leafy. And once I clicked on this video about Leafy, then in my, you know, suggested videos and my featured videos, you know, it was like, hey, watch this Leafy video, watch this Leafy is here video, watch this other video about Leafy, watch this. And mm -hmm. then once I watched Leafy, it was like, hey, check out this pyrocynical guy. And then it like started suggesting other people sort of in the same community. 
Yeah, it's just like this endless loop of being suggested by other people. And, you know, kind of in the same format uh, are a lot of these other channels where... Because um, YouTube sometimes, like, YouTube somehow sees, like, YouTube somehow still... I don't know how YouTube does it, but in a sense, like, how I see it is that YouTube has a grasp. Somehow, it, like, the algorithm can, uh, like, see, like, see, like, what community is what. And it's, like, mm-hmm. sort of, like, puts people between, like, into each other's related channels, related videos and stuff. So... You, it's more it's more with interaction in that sense like for example if someone puts another youtuber's name in the title so let's say uh it, it's like uh with keemstar for example when i was uh when during the h3h3 leafy drama and in the, the playground insult match my name was in the title of yeah. keemstar's video so now uh i'm a featured uh i'm a featured channel in his channel box and related he's a related. Featured channel. related yeah yeah not featured sorry uh featured relate- when, like he put it yeah himself. when you put them in manually it's like yeah. the youtube because you got two channel boxes haven't you? you got featured that you put in yourself and then the one below that which is like the algorithm which chooses people yeah, for you yeah hmm. it's random aren't yeah, you like I mean, in when- pewdiepie's Aren't you, in, aren't you in PewDiePie's, like, related or I something? Think, you know oh. what? Actually, I'm just going to check this real quick. I don't... I wouldn't believe it because I've had, like, no interaction with the guy. But I'll check real quick now. I think Leafy's probably in here or something. Leafy would be in it without a doubt. No, no, I'm not in it. It's Vanos Gaming, Leafy, Drama Light and KSI. Yeah, okay. Well, I was going to say earlier, um, uh, you know, these other channels where you have these people who are sort of critiquing all of these feminist videos and whatever, you know, they're very much in a similar format, too. You sort of just have this static image of, you know, whoever, uh, I guess, uh, whatever logo the person wants to represent themselves with, and they find some video or vlog that they want to react to, and they just kind of very methodically go through the video and respond to whatever point is being made. You know, that mm-hmm. sort of seems to be a really popular format uh, as well, you know, sort of like what... Oh, do you, you mean, mean like breaking down someone's video? Is that what you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in a pretty much sense. Yeah, it's exactly. Like a, you know, it's, like that's, a, it's a very popular format right now too. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, like yeah, the most a, popular that's thing that's to what do. Great, did. Yeah, page three's done that as well. With, yeah, exactly. Uh, so Flo Antonio, like he did so like, like two videos on him. So like with what you guys are doing, and sort of between that and these other channels where you're kind of in a very debate like way, like you were just saying, uh, taking apart a video, it seems like the most relevant content now is content that's con that's commentating on other content. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what I've said like e- e- earlier, like five minutes ago. That basically, yeah, that's everything is just like everything on YouTube is a remix <laughs> now. Mm. It's good because, uh, well, it's not good, but it's it's more of a promoting the algorithms because, uh, like you said, breaking down a debate video or response video that, in a sense, technically is drama, isn't it? And the thing is, well, what I've learned is. Uh, Drama does promote channel growth, unfortunately, and a lot of yeah. people, like for example, Keemstar, are aware of that, and they use it to their full advantage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like for example, sure. when the H3H3 and Leafy drama went down, uh, when Ethan made the video on Leafy, and that all went down, I got a shit ton of hate on my channel, even though I was never mentioned in the video. He literally said commentary channels, mm. which still includes yeah. me in a sense, but I was never directly named. I still got a shit ton of hate on my channel, 
But at the same time, I got a lot of views and I got a lot of subs as well because people searched out the ch- people probably went out to witch hunt these channels. They clicked on mine or Roman's and they were like, "Oh, actually, he's not that bad. We might as well subscribe to him." Because uh, unfortunately, That's yeah, like there, the there were a lot. Is, there were a lot of people uh, who didn't end up sipping that Kool Aid. Yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. Just like, oh, these That's all the these channels with... are bad. All these people are terrible. It was don't watch yeah. Them. It's it's a real uh, oversight, honestly. I don't think anyone has the right to announce whether an entire community is cancerous yeah. or not because you're really not because I'm sure there's a lot there's probably a lot of commentary channels with like fucking 30 40 subs and they do an amazing job and no one listens to them and they don't have their voice you know what I mean like yeah. it's really it, I would be an absolute faggot if I made a video saying how an entire community like for example if I said the fucking Call of Duty community is cancerous or like they're the worst thing on YouTube like that is such an overstatement like mm. seriously yeah. you're literally trying to say an entire you're trying to label an entire community and it's impossible to do that because there's so much diversity and so much variety you're not going to be able to give every single person mm-hmm. a label yeah just well, with one label. exactly exactly i mean nobody just would like, take me seriously if i just came on my youtube channel and just been like hey guys like this entire genre is bad don't listen to anybody who makes this genre of music yeah. don't take anybody who listens to it seriously the entire genre is bad it's not good just ignore it and right away i mean especially if it you know is a very vibrant and thriving uh community of uh, of artists sort of like um i don't know like the vaporwave community if i call that the vaporwave community as being cancerous or shitty like there would be people just tearing me down 24 7. yeah no like like niles said that uh you know if you get hate you still like get like people who will stick around if that makes sense because like with my video that's gone viral it's got like fucking like eleven thousand likes and like nine thousand dislikes, mm. but like the thing is, is that it's still like it's giving me more, me more subscribers still because even though the majority of people they come onto this video they see like you know most of these people who watch my, this video like of mine that's the thing is that they don't even bother to watch like longer than like one minute and all they say they just say in the comments like oh leafy copycat clickbait whatever right. And but like there's still like you know some percent of people who actually have a fucking brain who can actually like understand that yeah this is not actually that bad and stick around with you yeah so, like, exactly like in a sense the uh, the hate is short term mm-hmm. uh, but the the fans that stick around is long term and by throwing yourself into drama you're therefore giving yourself more exposure. And I think people like Keemstar have nailed this perfectly. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've really, if you want to really insert yourself into drama, you've literally just got to remove all moral guidelines. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've literally just got to sit there and think, I'm willing to throw myself into anything. I'm willing to instigate anything as long as I get channel growth from it. And it does work, unfortunately. And it's, you know, it's a proven method that instigating things on YouTube and causing drama, unfortunately, makes it relevant and therefore gives the person who made it originally more traction on YouTube. Yeah. That's the, that's the problem with it. Any any big change, like for example, the whole uh, situation with Ethan and Hila, uh, H3H3 being sued at the moment, they are getting fucking mad views and traction because of it. Yeah. Uh, the views on their that's, video that's, that's, that's are insane. That's what I think, though. Like, uh, it's good that... Uh, Okay, so I'm a little bit salty about this whole topic. Okay, I'm gonna explain my point of view now. Basically, uh, do you know this damn Daniel thing, right? Sure. Uh, the absolute cancerous <laughs> like video. <laughs> so basically, uh, uh, I made a video about it, and uh, basically, I got a, like a copyright claim hmm. for like the whole video. So I got you know I couldn't monetize it, and uh, I got a copyright claim for using the clip of damn Daniel, which is obviously I thought it was bullshit, right? You just use like a fucking clip of kids saying. 
some retarded shit and you get like a copyright claim like you use a song or something it's really dumb hmm. like, like they literally copyrighted the fucking clip or something yeah so, you, uh, unfortunately youtube uh, does not favor or you know sort of stand yeah. in support of the content creators that help make the site work most yeah. of the time and unfortunately just kind of bend to the whims of you know whoever comes up claiming mm -hmm. that they have a copyright to something you know even though yeah. the videos that you guys and many other people are making making it's it's fair game because you're you're remixing you're dropping an opinion on something yeah. uh you know i remember my whole first year of videos had to be deleted because i used to do song clips in my reviews and uh oh. you know so like a few you know almost 100 videos just like completely gone uh just because of all that song clip stuff yeah. you know just the dmca just like pretty much anybody could throw it are you not uh DMCA are you not at you. are you not managed at the moment then because um, if you're if you're managed you basically uh your channel isn't detected by uh auto claims on YouTube. Obviously, if someone makes a manual claim, then yeah, it mm. still goes through. But uh, the majority of those claims wouldn't have been manual. It would have just been YouTube's content ID system checking it. It's Because uh, one thing that happened with Angry Joe was his uh, network, I think it was Polaris or Maker, I'm not sure. But mm. they released him uh, and like literally half his videos got claimed instantly because he wasn't under any form of protection. Yeah, mm. I was talking of, about uh, a different thing. I was talking about like uh, how negativity brings more views in a sense. So what I was talking about, okay, so basically I got a copyright claim on this Damn Daniel video about Damn Daniel. And uh, one, like on the same day, I think uh, I Hate Everything uploaded a video about Damn Daniel as well. And he's got a copyright claim on his video as well, right? So he's got a copyright claim on the video with like, 400k views or something I think I got like in one day so then he uploads uh, that video like uh, not him I think it was not him it was uh, I think some other person you know he posted it basically on uh, our, you know on reddit on the video subreddit and he titled the the post like I had everything gets a strike for like Dan Daniel or something well it's not it wasn't even a strike right it was a claim okay so Basically, that that fucking post goes viral as, as hell, you know. And I had everything God gets like uh, one million views in a day from that video talking about the claim, just talking about it. And uh, it kind of gets me pissed off because, uh, like, first of all, it's kind of like clickbaity in a sense to say that he had a copyright strike. He actually didn't have a strike, right? The video didn't get deleted. It was just a claim. And second of all, is that I pretty much made like the video on the same, uh, like topic talking about the claim but actually gave it a little bit more background because the company that claims that claimed then daniel back then was called this company called merlin and uh i already had like experience with this company in the past and i know that this company is like just a bunch of scummy you know cunts so i actually gave like more information in my video and objectively i thought like my, my video put put like more information about this whole situation but the problem is that nobody gave a fuck about my video okay but uh, it's because, like, in people. a sense, like, I wouldn't really blame I hate everything for that. It's no, more I'm the not sense blaming there. him. I'm not blaming yeah, him. Yeah. I'm just saying that it's because you're a smaller channel. And I do I understand where Roman's coming from because it is annoying. And I mean, Jesus, if, if it's bad for us, I feel incredibly fucking sorry for like the smaller YouTubers. Like, Jesus, when someone gets a copyright strike now, 
the new trend is to make a video about it, trying to shout out and get their yeah. defense. Yeah, yeah and it's just, not, and just a, get your a, audience motivated yeah, it, to defend you. It's not a bad yeah. thing to do because it's basically, I recently, it's basically, you basically make a fucking video that nobody cares about, get a strike on it, and then make a video about the strike and get more videos, more views on the strike on the video about the strike. Sure. Like, I've uh, I've made one video in the past. Well, you know, where people, well, I, well, I mean, a lot of these videos are kind of posed in a way where it's like, hey, you know, you like this channel, you like this thing that I make, and it's sort of under threat of being taken away from you. You know, exactly, and, and that yeah. sort of thing motivates people. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it just—it's uh, not more with YouTubers striking YouTubers, but it is more like these horrible, huge, faceless companies like Merlin. Like Merlin is this fucking terrifying shadow company. I don't even know whether they're yeah. legit or not. And they—I've had problems with them since the montage party days. They would literally, because apparently they—they well, they co they copyrighted the fucking rap battle reaction. Like they, the yeah, yeah, they, they basically oh. they own the rights to basically pretty much every single non-royalty-free audio source on ever used on YouTube. Now, whether okay. they've actually acquired that legally or not, I'm not too sure. You know, because they, they could be one of these companies that just buys investments in them, and you know, because obviously they don't own it. They're more of like a a, a middleman. Like someone might employ Merlin to strike yeah. it on their behalf but hmm. I, I think it's a bit suspicious that they have so many uh different resources under their belt like for example the the rap battle parody and damn daniel but again in the same sense you know uh the, the parents of the fucking kid that made the meme could have been like oh yeah we want some revenue uh merlin please strike these people i, I don't know but uh merlin are really even if they own the rights or not and even if it is a legal practice they are really broken in the sense that they it's YouTube's uh, quality system as a whole with content ID. It's incredibly broken. There is, it's completely black and white. Either you haven't well, used they the kind clip of in your videos just a little bit. They, they they made like one advance that when yeah, well, now when you get the thing. claim. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made they but made the money thing. So now it's, yeah, it's still, exactly. it's still broken. Like for example, it's black and white really. Like white in the sense that you know it, it's good and you haven't used the alleged footage, then you're fine. If you have in any sense, the bot will not try to verify any form of fair usage or anything instantly claimed instantly unless your channel's managed for example and then it just yeah. totally ignores you that is why it's incredibly broken i mean youtube have got this system now where it's uh it's more like uh it's the money like the money will be like, held the, the money the, will pro be the problem the problem with the damn daniel thing was that like it was all uh, like manually claimed and there was like a video of some guy like tricked the system he was like he made an experiment pretty much what he did is he uploaded a video called Damn Daniel, like, just Damn Daniel reaction or something, right? And the video was not even related to Damn Daniel. There was no, like, screenshots, no, like, the video of Damn Daniel itself in the video, right? Mm. But exactly. yeah. the, they the just, company... They fucking claimed it anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. They claimed it. And YouTube is like, okay, okay then, whatever, you know? Basically, yeah. this company goes along and just fucking c c claims this video that's titled Damn Daniel, but has no clips, actually, of the video itself in it. And you know, it just go. They just get away with it. You know, the guy just gets a claim for his video. That's just fucking hilarious. That's that's, that's just so bad. And it, this is a problem. Like you can pretty much uh, claim and strike people with like no legal background, you know, behind it. Like I had this problem with uh, casting. Basically, if you don't know, Anthony, I had a problem with my channel. I had a, I had an intro I used in every video of mine from like like past five months or more. And basically, I use like a song, the same song in you know every intro, obviously. And basically, uh, they're like there were like two artists featured on the song. One mm -hmm. of them gave me consent. Like the the guy who was uh, 
like in the title, not the one who was featuring the guy who's like the, who's like the author, supposed to be an author. He gave yeah, me the author. You figure he owns the song and he yeah, gave yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the second guy comes along and like strikes like uh, he strikes like four of my videos, and basically I ha I had to private all of my shit because I was you know scared that he's gonna like take down my channel. And he started like blackmailing me and shit, saying that I should pay him like money or something, and <laughs> that he's gonna take me to court and stuff. And it was just really fucking stupid. Oh just... yeah, the, the fucking—he literally—he's intimidating Romans at the point where he literally says, and this became a meme for months. He literally says, "Can we get a response?" And then, like the the next day, he just goes, "Okay, bye." <laughs> Yeah, like basically how it happened is that he sends me like a message, okay? He sends me a message saying, okay, like, uh, no, basically he sends me a message saying, okay, so uh, I am this guy, right, from, uh, who made this song. And he was like, straight up, the first email he sent me, he was already like threatening t to take down like my channel pretty much. He was like, okay, so I'm the author of this song, right? Uh, uh, I think I, I, I need some like monetary, like, uh, you know, from how you know you, some money from you so that you we can make this all right and if you don't respond like i will take action or something like that so then i respond like okay what do you want from me like he says okay i want a thousand dollars i'm like okay that's wow. too much dude he says then he's he, like five seconds later he replies to me says okay then uh like six hundred dollars and I'm like, this is kind of like scummy, right? Because this dude, like, it's been like two minutes and he's already like lowering the price. Maybe this is like a fucking scammer or something. Like, maybe it's like not even him, right? Sure. So I just stopped responding to this to this dude. And then, like, he sent me, can we get a response? And then just one, like, five minutes later, <laughs> okay, bye. And that's it. <laughs> then he just fucking strikes my videos. That's fucking just so retarded. Yeah. And then that that's another thing I got to point out, which is really broken. The, uh, the claimants, I guess you could say. Hmm. have a lot more uh they have a lot more jurisdiction than the defendant in a, in a sense really and it's really fucking stupid because if someone claims your video i mean jesus th there's even cases where someone will literally re-upload your own youtube video and strike it because youtube doesn't compare the dates or anything like that that has happened in the past i yeah. don't know whether it's uh been marked out That's now so but it's still happened in the past um the problem is in the way youtube is made is with the content ID system, with the claiming system, there is no backlash if you make a false claim. Like the, the worst thing that can happen is your claim fails and the video stays up. That's it. There is no backlash. There isn't yeah. any kind of, I mean, YouTube does give you this warning and it's like, you know, repeat uh, false strikes will get you banned. But I don't know anyone who's ever been banned. And if you've been banned, you'll probably just fucking make another Gmail account, make another YouTube account and do it all over again. There's yeah, no, the, the, there's the no only backlash. people, the only people who I know who have gotten banned for doing that have done it to such an extreme that it's it's habitual you know and yeah, like you and just said just they end up account. making yep yeah. they end up making another account and especially if they're an obscure youtuber and or an obscure channel um youtube they're not really on youtube's radar so uh what are you gonna do um exactly it's just totally broken honestly one more thing uh, before we get into a, a bit of a music conversation and we end the podcast okay. out is you know, with these commentary channels and specifically with both of your channels, um, you, you know, what exactly do you see as kind of like the the tone of the audience reception a lot of the time or exactly what is your relationship with your audience? You know, uh, is it generally 
positive or do you, you know, in some ways kind of fear that there's a bunch of, I don't know, Katie triggers me's kind of hanging out <laughs> in the audience, you know, just waiting to get that piece of personal information about you where they can track you down and sort of, uh, I don't know, peg you uh, after they tie you up when you go to bed at night. Yeah. Okay. For me, like, I think <laughs> the way my audience is, is, I mean, uh, I think, uh, like, I think generally I could say that the audience of the commentary channels, they're not like, <laughs> okay, so basically, like, uh, there's, like, two sides of the coin here. Uh, on one side, like, the, the audience of, like, commentary channels, they, they're just less, like, mature, very, pretty much younger, you know, we could just say, than audience of, like, channels that are, like, you know, h 3 or something. But on the other side, I think that, um, like all of these channels, like H two H three and so on, like their audience is just, uh, they're just like, like, <laughs> I don't know, like I can't how can I say this, like, uh, like frequent Reddit visitors, like they just basically they pander to like one specific opinion, and they have like, uh, I don't know, they just have like no, they basically any stuff that their like favorite YouTuber does. They never can like stand up against it. Basically, you know, there, there's been some bullshit that you know H two three's done. Like, I think the whole situation with like don't give Parasitical a platform to defend himself and so on, it's really stupid. <laughs> Which but is like, a good meme, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it is. It's 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 on the process to becoming a meme now. Like someone, yeah. uh, someone today actually made a Twitter page called mm. "Don't give Pyro a platform to defend himself," <laughs> and uh, it's only made one tweet. And it's literally just tweeting at me saying, don't give him a platform to defend himself. And yeah, it's already yeah. got like a thousand likes or something, I think. Yeah, like, it's kind the meme of, that's is very I'm, aware. That's kind of so, what I'm doing right now in a weird yeah. way. So what's up, so <laughs> what Giving you a platform to that, defend yourself. So what I was saying is that basically like the people who follow these channels, they cannot stand up against their bullshit, if that makes sense. But hmm. I think with me, my audience at least... A lot of the times, uh, I guess my my like audience kind of respects my opinion, but if I say something, they still can contradict, and I actually like that. I mean, mm. I don't of course I don't like saying like uh, I don't like getting comments like uh, you know you're a retard KYS or something, right? But I like seeing when somebody I see a lot of comments on my videos sometimes actually uh, with really really good points and really really you know great arguments some against something that I've said in my video, and I actually look at it and I was, I'm like. Yeah, this guy's actually right. So I think that's like the greatest part about my audience is that they actually a lot of the time can argue with me and, and not in a way when they say, you know, this guy's a fucking retard, let's just unsubscribe from him and shit. No, they, they just actually, you know, prove their point in a very, very good way. And I like that a lot. Yeah, it's like healthy disagreement. And, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and I think it's because, you know, you're you're sort of going in depth on a lot of topics and giving your thought out opinions in mm -hmm. your videos. So, you know, people are going to your videos for those thought out opinions. You know, if you were just coming on, um, you know, the microphone and going, oh, my God, guys, it's so <laughs> cringy. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. um, I think uh, what Roman was saying was good in a sense, like, uh, if anything happens to you as a YouTuber, your fan base will just jump on it. But it, it is a double-edged sword, you know what I mean? If you are if you have malicious or manipulative intents, then you can easily manipulate your fan base to do your bidding, do you know what I mean? Like, for yeah. example, carrying out something or hating on a specific person. It's incredibly easy to manipulate your audience, and it is a double-edged sword. Like, for example, if you get a strike or something, uh, your fan base will defend you to the death, but... 
let's say, for example, a good example of it going bad is, uh, let's say, two uh, fan bases attacking each other, right? But not not in a sense with Leafy and H3, more in a sense of one of the fan bases, one of the channels being incredibly smaller. It's just an incredibly yeah. unfair fight because you'll have this huge tidal wave from the bigger YouTuber just absolutely smashing into the smaller YouTuber's community. Do you know sure. what I mean? And they, no matter how justified or how good their opinion is, unless another YouTuber speaks on their behalf, a bigger one, to project their thoughts, then even if their opinion's right, no one's going to care. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, people, I mean, people as a whole... Exactly. That, that's, like the, that's like the problem with, uh, uh, with uh, you know, Nick Cash, uh, Hey, Watch Your Mouth, and Rice Gum. He made like a video about Rice Gum, uh, like roasting him and saying a lot of the, you know, good points because... You know, I don't like I f I follow Rise Gun and he follows me back, but I don't think like he's like the best content on YouTube, honestly. But well, he made a video about Rise Gun and he got like shot on pretty much because all these people came on his channel and said like basically it's a problem where uh, a lot of YouTubers have this very very uh, like f fan base that's very very manipulated and any anyone who ever dares to say anything about their like favorite youtuber they just come and shit on him without even listening to his points you know at all so that's yeah, a big exactly. problem like what i said it's incredibly easy to for people to manipulate their fan base and if you have a if you're a small youtuber critiquing a bigger youtuber chances are it'll just backfire yeah, you'll you'll get absolutely yeah dead. exactly it's not it's not a fair platform at all it's a lot like for example with me uh i've uh just sidetracking a little bit here, I've made videos on people in the past, like kids with incredibly small channels. And what they'll do is, uh, there was actually this one kid and he did like a Five Nights at Freddy's videos and they, were, oh, yeah. they weren't the best, but in the sense he was a really was fucking shame. young kid. So he gets, a, he gets a pass, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, basically... What that's, with the that's a problem here that if you make a video about somebody who's big, you have a danger of getting destroyed by his fan base. If you make a video about somebody who's small, you get in danger by called a fucking pedophile but Kimsta or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so there's two sides of the coin here, which is you know, you gotta yeah, exactly. be just and I made uh I made a video on this kid and the kid got quite, he got a lot of hate and I mean a lot of hate and he was saying how he wants to quit YouTube, it's too stressful for him and it actually reached the point where I had to talk about it in a video and I had to say, you know, this kid is young as fuck, All right, I, I memed him a bit in the video but just because I have explained that he is annoying and obnoxious, which I agree to this day that he is, doesn't give you the right to attack his channel and tell him to kill himself and stuff and yeah. what annoyed me was as well uh i remember uh keemstar was having a go at me on twitter and he was saying how uh it was quite hypocritical of me saying how i'm basically saying only i'm allowed to attack the individual you're not allowed to and that was he really fucking twisted that uh that ideal do you know yeah. what i mean he really twisted that because what i was saying was uh, if I make a video on someone, because like when I make a video on someone, I have the idea in my head, mock what they're doing, not the individual. So you'd say yeah, exactly. what they're doing is stupid. You wouldn't like, uh, you'd say what they're doing is stupid and it's not good, but you yeah. wouldn't sit there picking on their appearance because that that is just straight up harassment and bullying yeah. and that's not right. I, I try that's not to do that. That's why I try, I try to actually say that in my videos now. I should try to say uh, before I even like start destroying this individual's content, okay? I just say, Okay, I don't hate this guy as a person. He's probably like a nice dude, okay? But like the 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 shit he makes is just stupid, okay? Like it's it doesn't really help though because 
uh, you know, myself, I kind of, you know, make myself more secure by that because I don't you know, make fun of a person's appearance. But on the other hand, people, like, they still go over to his channel and harass him because, like, I had this video I made about diss tracks on YouTube and there was this guy who was, like, reacting to diss tracks and calling everybody a Rise Game copycat. And he was, like, reacting to my diss track on Keemstein. He said it's really, like, shitty. And then I made, like, a response to him. And I said, like... I don't don't fucking attack this guy, you know. I'm just saying that he his point is stupid and stuff. But actually, he ended up like in him like deleting his channel or something <laughs> because of my video. So you know, you still can never be sure. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's uh, what what Roman's saying as well is it's that there's a lot of uh, herd mentality on YouTube in a sense. Like a lot of people will gang up on an individual, but mm. if the if one of the individuals is called out, they then tend to back off and retreat. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Because I mean, uh, I mean. Everyone knows what fucking herd mentality is at this point. It's literally just, uh, you know, yeah. if you're in a group of people, you feel more empowered, you feel more confident, more outgoing. And, yeah. you know, it, it combine that with the anonymity of the internet, you know, not a YouTube personality, some kid that made the channel just a shit talk, you know, um, they'll join in and they'll just shit talk someone. But if one of the individuals is actually called out, they'll just totally change. <laughs> they'll probably just go into full panic mode and retreat because they've been singled out from the the, the herd, I guess you could say. Do you know what I mean? And that uh, that that has a big impact as well. Because uh, the kid that probably did a video on Roman was just, in a sense, probably just with the group of people like, oh, yeah, th this kid's uh, talking shit, you know, and I like rice gum. I'm part of the community. I better back him up. But uh, then when Roman singled him out, that's just like such a shock. Do you know what I mean? And that, that would be, yeah. that'd be the same for anyone. You know, it's applied universally pretty much. Yeah. Is anonymity kind of... Uh, uh an important element to this video format would you say i mean i know nobody is like completely anonymous sort of in well, this community because saying. you know every, everybody sort of you know their pictures get leaked or you know real names get leaked and i know that mm -hmm. you know in your case um you know you have had yourself on camera of course uh but yeah. you know a lot of the videos sort of seem to center around uh you know this uh, uh surf footage um and and not just because it's kind of hypnotic to look at uh but also um <laughs> Uh, you know, it sort of uh, uh, sidesteps the whole requirement to, I don't know, uh, be this kind of trendy looking YouTuber or whatever, you know, um, even though, you know, your personality definitely comes through in your vocals or, you know, whatever kind of logo or picture you kind of use to represent yourself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it seems like less about you as an actual person and more about you as, you know, just kind of this persona that you craft for yourself. I think uh, I, I think I that's true, and and, that, and that, I and I think there's there's kind of a shade of anonymity to that, you know. Yeah, because you've got. Uh, I I'd say in a sense, uh, people like iDubs uh, and H three H three do the sim do the same thing. It, it is a reaction commentary, just in a different style. Like for example, uh, Ethan, uh, no, Ethan, Ian iDubs, he has a series where he would uh, basically shit talk projects on Kickstarter, yeah, Kickstarter, Kickstarter yeah. crap, Kickstarter yeah. crap. Yeah, exactly. And that is a reaction commentary in a sense. He's watching the video, he's watching the substance, and he's breaking it down and analyzing it, which is a reaction commentary. But because he shows his face and he is more of a vibrant personality, he is a yeah. lot more successful. Do you know what I mean? I think not showing your face, uh, it does curb you in a sense. But then again, I say that, but... Leafy is like one of the most fastest growing channels at the moment and he's never shown yeah. his face in video except when he hits a milestone. Mm -hmm. So showing your face 
is it really easy? I think it's just pretty much uh, when you just sit and you know make a talk over gameplay is just basically you know simpler to make a video and it's you know in order to in order to like have a face cam you need to be entertaining not just with your voice but you need to like do something in the video as well because I think why you know Ian is so and Ethan is so successful is because you know Ethan does all this like uh, stuff like with all these like chub and tuck like coughing and whatever you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he makes uh he makes like his own forced memes i guess in a sense and that is good because it builds more integrity in the community like for example if you go on the comments of one of his videos it'll literally just be uh appreciate you or papa bless or something like that like a meme yeah. that he's made for like great it does, moves it's strength yeah exactly yeah. and it strengthens the community so it, it is it's weird because it seems like such a little thing, but in a sense, it's like a really perfectly calculated business practice, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, absolutely. All this, yeah. It's, it's all this, it's like this stuff that happened on YouTube is the hiss spam and small loan of a million dollars. Yeah, whatever. exactly. That grows your channel, you know, in, in a lot because, you know, this hiss thing pretty much got leafy, like, noticed in the community so much like every single big youtuber ever knew who leafy was after that whole, whole thing happened and you know that really you know helped him out in a sense but then you know but then there's definitely something to be said about the simplicity of the format that guys like you use you know because i think um uh, uh, and, and I'm going to go against, you know, the whole leafy argument clone thing, because I think when you assert that argument, even though you may enjoy leafy and it may sort of annoy you to see people out there kind of copying that format or using that format in a way, if you're a big leafy fan or whatever, and leafy was kind of the first channel that exposed you to that format. Um, mm -hmm. you know, when you make that argument, I think you kind of give credence to the whole idea that people like the fine brothers had where they were advancing this idea that, hey, this is our reaction format. So, you know, since this is our format and if anybody else makes a video like this, they're going to comment on it saying, you guys are just copying the Fine Brothers. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing legitimizes the idea that, oh, well, I should go ahead and copyright this since this is my format. Everybody online seems to agree so. Uh, yeah. You know, but the thing is, it seems like the, the format is purposefully simple so that if other people kind of want to take part in this kind of conversation that they should be free to do so as well you know i mean there have been dozens of channels since i started my channel that have come up where it's essentially the same format as me yeah. with the album superimposed in the corner and you know the person's placed in a certain way and the vinyls in a certain way in the background and all that shit and that's totally fine you know it's when when i was making my videos the whole purpose was you know not only to make the channel bigger but if somebody else wanted to do a review as well you know it's i'm making it simple i'm making it straightforward the formula mm -hmm. is 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 obvious and it's right there because you know other people have different personalities than me and other people have different musical tastes than me and you know even though other people out there might be using a similar format than me they're reviewing different albums and they're giving different scores and they're giving different perspectives yeah of yeah. course like everyone has their own opinion to share in my opinion is just uh <laughs> this format is it's not gonna like go like this because you know it's it's impossible <laughs> because Fire Bros are just fucking idiots. Like copywriting like reactions is just the, the stupidest thing, and I don't sure. think anybody on YouTube is gonna try and do the same thing with any format because just seeing how much backlash Fine Bros got. I think and, they actually they gave uh, Ethan 
the most amount of money a donation pla- a was, didn't a they? platform to defend himself. They gave, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they gave Ethan and Hila, I think it was 10K or something. And again, that is, it's a business move, isn't it? Because you're doing it to, uh, to look good in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for example, you're getting on their good all side. These, all the YouTubers that gave Ethan money, they didn't do it as their real name. They, they, it had to be their YouTube name. Do you know what I mean? Because sure. even like people were doing it from like, you know, every single person who gave them money wasn't doing it entirely, entirely, 100% from the kindness of their own heart. They, they At least a little part of them was like, you know, I'm going to get some moral points for doing this. Sure, in absolutely. A sense. Yeah. Uh, especially with the fine bros, because, you know, like everyone fucking shat on them. Uh, everyone was doing videos on them, Ethan, including Ethan myself. And Ethan. them Ethan. giving them... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And them giving 10K to possibly one of the most trending YouTubers at the moment because of his current situation. Again, that was a very good business practice because, you know, they've got extremely disposable income because they're a huge company and it makes them look good, doesn't it? So, sure. Yeah. To achieve another end, in my opinion. All right, let's, uh, let, let's finish things off because this is a music channel. Let's just talk a little <laughs> bit of music. I, I know that, Pyro, you, you were especially hesitant to get on this hot podcast because oh, yeah, you thought cause I was going to fucking just, just grill like, you. I watch your videos and I'm like, this man is like, he's just a god with music. He knows every <laughs> genre, every <laughs> artist. Music, music, music. So he, varied. Th- this, this guy sent me so many messages and he's like, well, uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I just don't know that much about music. And I'm like, dude, I'm not just going to like fucking, you don't know what the fuck this record is, you fucking idiot. Do, do, do what you think about post-punk noise, uh, Garage UK uh, rap. Uh, <laughs> This track uh, mixtape horrorcore. The thing is, <laughs> like, Roman's taking the piss, but like, I, w- I was legitimately thinking the conversation was going to go like that. Oh, have you heard of a garage Radiohead post uh, neo-Nazi music? I'm like, what, what the fuck is that? How? And I'm just like trying to quickly. I'm trying to agree with you while googling it at the same time, so I can like quickly learn about it and just bullshit and pretend that I know about it. <laughs> well, well, one of the things that grabbed me about your channel when I first came across it was that you know your intro song is pretty much like a vaporwave remix yeah it's like, like synthwave stuff isn't it really? sure yeah uh, it is yeah i guess it, I, I guess you could say it's like, vaporwave, it's, like, it's got a vaporwave it's got a chill wave vibe to it you I'm know such, I'm, I'm i'm just hooked into that music unfortunately like mm. it's the whole uh because everyone everyone jumped on the vaporwave bandwagon in like an like, ironic it, sense it was, i mean mm. it's gone from mainstream vaporwave now it's uh do you know artists like Calm Trues or Trevor something? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love music like that. They've got that very wavy, dreamy, kind of psychedelic synth yeah, funk exactly. sort of vibe to it. It feels very... Trap-influenced. Trap, trap <laughs> <laughs> if you want the trap influence, you have to listen to Blank Banshee. Blank Banshee oh, yeah, has that vaporwave that vibe, but there's yeah, a little bit of trap I did influence. Listen. Uh, teen Pregnancy, yeah, that was a really good one. I yep. really love that. I was hooked on that for a couple of days. You know, you know when you just listen to that one song and it's it's kind of like a double-edged sword because you love it and you want to listen to it again, but in another sense, you're scared that you're going to listen to it so much, you're just going to desensitize yourself to it and you're just going to get sick of the song. Do you know what I mean? Oh, sure. Yeah. So I'll listen to a song a couple of times, probably stick it on a playlist, a really big playlist. So the chances of me listening to it again is next to nothing. But then I'll go out of my way to try and find the song and I'll probably just go listen to it again and just bore myself of it. <laughs> hmm. Do, do you like any of that kind of early chill wave stuff like you know the first records from neon indian or toro imwa or like washed out 
I know like a couple. The of only one I've heard of is Neon Indian. I've heard yeah. of uh, some of his stuff because uh, I GTA Five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that stuff came out in the in the late two thousands, and that stuff is like a precursor to all of this very wavy synth wave music. And and Com Trues actually didn't come too long after them, so you know you you could actually consider that project sort of in in that same sort of era. Um, you know, although they have they've done a very good job of sort of. Even though that trend in a lot of ways kind of really came and went, they've done a pretty good job of really sticking to their guns and just being like, no, you know, we didn't just like rise out of this because it was a trendy thing to do. Like we're literally just making this music again and again and again because this is what we want to do. Yeah. For me, like I don't like uh, instrumental music like much now. I used to like listen to like dubstep or something like in mm-hmm. 2013 or whatever. That was but, your like, cringe phase. The, a lot yeah. of dubstep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Linkin Park phase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but now, like, now, I basi- now basically, like, I think my favorite musical artist is uh, Bones, actually, because oh, really? He's just really fucking. Are you good. still in? Yeah. I thought you stopped listening to Bones. Are you still in the Bones phase? Yeah, I still listen to him. I've no, I, uh, honestly though, changes. I've listened. No, his music is good. He did. Uh, I think it was Columbine, and there's literally this video, which uh, I think it was the first video Roman shown me, and it's literally Bones inside Columbine High School, and like <laughs> yeah, I don't even think he, I don't even think he he was allowed to be there. It was like it was a pretty distasteful my first my first exposure to bones was that mixtape that was whole that was con, that was a concept around Columbine. Yeah, and I th- yes, and I thought the whole mixtape was terrible, and and then he ended up coming out with some stuff later that I liked. So yeah, basically, like he's he's changing because he used to have this like very edgy like yeah. aesthetic, but now yeah. like it's more over he, very edgy changed. school shooter aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he's kind of he's kind of changed uh, a lot, a little bit. He's changed his sound and stuff. So mm-hmm. I think. I still listen to him because he actually like evolves himself as well. And I, I still do listen to like some of the older stuff because like uh, the song that was in Columbine, actually, I think it's still a really, really good song. And his biggest song is uh, it's HDMI, isn't it? That's the one that yeah. really blew him up. That's like his most success. Yeah, yeah. it's f- five million views on his channel. Yeah, yeah like the, the, uh, the best the best fucking song ever is Rest in Peace. It's just so amazing. Hmm. Have you listened? Do you know that one, Anthony? Not off the top of my head, I don't think so. It's like uh, it's on useless. Uh, oh, is it okay? So then, yeah, I have heard it. Is that the one where he he sort of incorporates those uh, screamed vocals? Yeah, it's like the crazy bass. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. Instrumental. It's pretty yeah. sick. Yeah, a lot of the instrumentals off that tape are pretty fucking sick. Like the bass is really intense yeah. and it's super noisy. And uh, oh man, that trap influence, man, that trap influence. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I'm watching the video now, 30 seconds in, and I already see the fucking Yeezy shoes. It's <laughs> not Yeezy, it's Y3, I think. Yoji oh, the, oh, I know what you're talking about. It's still like, it's boosts though. It's like Adidas boosts or whatever it is. Yeah, it's um, expensive. So, yeah. so, you know, both of you, what, what is your opinion on um, uh, sort of Young Lean? What, what would you, both of you rate his last album? <laughs> oh, the thing is, I, I haven't... I personally haven't listened to Warlord. I think I was like, I was at a mate's house and he was like blaring it or something. And again, like the thing is, what you got to understand about Young Lean is you don't listen to it for Young Lean. You you listen to it for the music. Do you know what I mean? Like for example, production. Uh, yeah, like, like the beat. a perfect example is Grey Goose. Like if you try to understand what he's saying, you're just gonna have a mental <laughs> breakdown because it's some kind of it's some kind of snake tongue. You, you can't understand a single yeah. thing he's saying. But it's even in, worse than me. 
Grimace. Yeah, <laughs> but in retrospect, uh, the the uh, with Grey Goose, it is good. The, the music is really good. I like what because uh, a lot of people make this argument that Young Lin is pretty much nothing without the Sad Boys, and in a sense, I can understand. I can understand that because they do make really good music that accompanies yeah. with the uh, with Young Lin. Because like I, I can see why people like his lyrics, if you can even call them that, like the kind of ramblings and mumblings, because it is kind of like psychedelic in a sense, hmm. and it is nice, but. I'd much rather listen to most of the music instrumental, do you know what I mean? Instead mm. of like uh, some yeah. guy just like mumbling and like, I, I mean, know. Jesus, I, I've looked up lyrics for Young Lean and even the lyrics like on Genius, they're just like, sorry guys, we don't know what the fuck he's saying. You, you'll just have to wait. <laughs> yeah, like in my opinion, Warlord was kind of shitty because like the only song from Warlord that I liked is uh, Hoover and that's it pretty much. Because Hoover was fucking banger, man. Yeah. And, Wake like, up with some like Remy. <laughs> yeah, I used to really like Young Lean like in 2014, 15, I guess, but mm-hmm. like his uh an unknown uh unknown memory, yeah, that was a really good one. But like uh toward like like I listened to a couple of songs and I just didn't like it's not outstanding to me. It's just like an altitude mess over like something like a very like washed out beat. It's just not like I, per- I really really much prefer Bones now to Young Lean because he's just I don't know. At least he's he can like at least he can f- he he makes like actual coherent fucking sentences. I mean, respect <laughs> yeah, like, to him, his, his, respect his, to him his in his a music. sense because yeah. he realized that he was a meme and he kind of no. Like, basically, like the problem there's a problem with Young Lin because he started off as a meme and now he's like a fucking hairy addict or something like. No, no, but like I'm saying, it's good. Like respect to him because he he took the opportunity. Do you know what I mean? He wasn't like humble about it. Like his his old stuff, like Jin uh, Ginseng Strip and Kyoto, that really blew up, and that's that that's yeah. what people know him for. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm looking now. It's yeah. got like each one has got over 10 million views that's mm. what he's known for and it, it genuinely is good music you know uh but then i think what he's tried to do is is try more experimental stuff uh in an attempt to branch yeah. out and it just hasn't really worked too well honestly yeah. I'll, I'll always i'll always listen to his older work like ginseng but uh i'm not too sure about his more recent stuff that's honestly. why i like bones because he's really diverse he has like you know, yeah, like, he doesn't very, fuck it up, does he? He's like, it's always yeah. like, at least like, you can listen to the end of it. Even if yeah. you don't listen to it again, at least you, you know, make it to the end of the track and you're like... And he's got, you know, like it. a strong lyrical component to, to what he's yeah, doing yeah. too. He's got um, like songs where he's singing and stuff, so it's like mm-hmm. very diverse and nice. <laughs> There, there are a lot of music artists out there that, like you were saying in the, in the case of Young Lean, that are super conscious of sort of the, the community of people out there who just genuinely enjoy meme humor. Like and ironic, you mean? Yeah. I mean, not yeah. even just in an ironic way. Like they genuinely enjoy memes and they, you know, <laughs> advance memes and repeat <laughs> memes. Say and, that like they just wake up, just got a post yeah. about the troll face or something. That's like, oh, a good meme to wake up to, guys. A good 2010 meme. You know, th- there are a lot of artists out there who I think in a way just like their popularity is fueled in a big way by just, I don't know, how they interact with the internet and how in, uh, they they almost influence or encourage yeah. uh, or even supply 
their fan base with material to sort of make memes of them. And yeah. then once those memes are made uh, and people are sort of like, you know, sharing them on YouTube or in other places, like, you know, they actually don't go after them because they want them to share these memes around to sort of spread the word about whatever they're doing. And it seems like there's no common thread sort of linking all these artists together. Some of them are incredibly mainstream. Like I think in the case of Drake, yeah, um, yeah. you know, Drake uh, to me, he's not like an SNL, SNL kid. Like, yeah, like you know, like he's, he's really, he doesn't take himself too seriously and he's really good at, you know, sort of uh, advancing and sort of allowing people to kind of propagate these memes about him because it only means yeah. more money for him at the end of the day. Yeah. And then you have other artists like death grips, for example, who are sort of mm -hmm. on the more obscure end of the music spectrum. Uh, and they're more raw and more aggressive and experimental, but yeah. you know they themselves are you know uh, very happy to sort of play into uh, the very meme aware fan base. Um, I, I don't know yeah. how aware you are of them, Pyrocynical. Uh, it's actually interesting you brought that up. The, the thing with Drake, because uh, I actually wanted to say, like, what, what do you think about uh, like Kanye West? Like, did you think he's even more self-aware to the point that he's become a meme? Or do you think he's actually that disassociated from actually being self-aware? Well, he made the song that's uh, I love Kanye, so that's a meme pretty much. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do, think, do you, do you I think, think he's, he's like I think super self-aware or just the complete opposite and he's just like I think fully... he's I think he's super self-aware, but I don't think he's the the type of artist who sort of encourages people to make memes about him per se, but I do think he yeah. is very self-aware and he's very aware of what people say about him. And he's very aware of how people receive his music. I mean, even beyond that, I love Kanye track, the whole way that he promoted his last album, I think was a show of just how self-aware uh, he was, which I don't know how closely you followed any of that, but the whole process was that he was continually changing the album yeah, over yeah, yeah. and over and over up until the release of the record, changing the track list and changing the yeah, no. uh, the album cover, changing yeah. the title can, can, can you of the album. Kanye West has the fucking worst handwriting I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and, and I was actually talking Talking with somebody who works over at Def Jam in the promotions department and I was asking him you know like it seems like he had complete control over this and you know when when someone like Kanye West uh, sort of in such a crazy way decides to promote his album like this you know is is anybody at Def Jam like sweating or being like I don't know what the fuck he's like completely you know destroying <laughs> the company or something like that and you know he was just like you know as long as it gets attention we just kind of let him do whatever he wants yeah. and and that's the thing you know, every single time he would change something about the record, it was reason for all these music websites to tweet about it and blog about it and mention it, and which gave people more reason to talk about it. Um, you know, and and again, I don't think it's necessarily because he's trying to make a meme or anything, sort of in the way that, like, um, for example, the band Death Grips was. They, they put out this double album not too long ago called The Powers That Be. And yeah. the unorthodox thing about the album was that they released the first half far in advance of the second half. And and the second half of the album was titled Jenny Death. Jenny Death When. Yeah, so Jenny Death When kind of yeah. became this big meme. And in the middle of the two records, they actually released this instrumental album and all of the titles of the songs on the instrumental record spelled out Jenny Death When. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I, think, I think like what Kenya did is, I mean, he's literally, he's just hyping up the album so that more people like get it and sure. more people become interested in it. But at the same time, it's a bit of a problem because he hypes up it to the points where people have very, very high expectations. Yeah. And, and, the, and the, you I can't even the, meet the expectations. I think expectations the album was not that, that amazing, to be honest. So, yeah, you know, that's, that's kind of the thing. Once you 
have kind of used memes <laughs> in a dark way. <laughs> you've you've used the dark magic of memes. Once you use the meme, you just you can never go back. You'll once, always have once, it just tied to your name until you die. You know, once this once man you, has used memes in some <laughs> manner or fashion. Memes, not even once. Okay. <laughs> so so once you once you've used the dark side of memes, uh, and and you've hyped up with memes, you know what, whatever you're working on that high, sort of uh, so high in the way that a guy like Kanye West did. Uh, there's there's just no meeting the expectations. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it kind of ruins it's, it. It's like what you two were saying about him changing the album and the track. It's a problem with everything. In a sense, hmm. that was to hype it up. In a sense, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, man. this is going to be so big. It's got to be perfect, you know? Sure. And it's, uh, I feel, again, it's just like another business strategy mm-hmm. in a sense. You it's know, like, just changing it up and adding more variety. It's like, this is going to be the best thing ever. It's like, when you've got uh, just fucking people promoting their videos on Twitter or something, it's just like, this video is going to be lit, fam. It's going to be the best video ever. Yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, it's nothing special. It's just another video, mate. Like, all right, calm down. Sure. It's like the problem with with everything. Like, this, in the gaming industry, for example, like, Half-Life 3 is just such a fucking meme. Like, and it, basically, like, everybody makes memes about it. Like, Half-Life 3 confirmed, whatever. Like, uh, and it's just the expectations for this game are so fucking high. It's like, it's, it's like... Unbeatable, pretty much. Like I reckon, it's starting to die down now. The Half-Life Three meme. I haven't. It's two years ago. It was like the fucking biggest meme ever. But now I feel like it's yeah. starting to take a backseat. Yeah, because a bit. people people literally gave up on waiting. Yeah, <laughs> it's just fucking. It's just because Valve Val, Val actually they're really mysterious about their games. You usually don't hear about it until like uh, a couple months before a game's released, in a sense. And yeah. uh, Valve pretty much now they're, they're a lot like Blizzard. They don't make new IPs and they don't make new games. They just invest what they've got. I mean, I'm pretty sure Valve can you know every employee can feed their family for the next five generations because the amount of retards betting their entire family to get a cs <laughs> mm. you know yeah, yeah yeah skin insanity i mean you yeah, know how long how long did people wait for that last doom game though so i mean you know there's there's always a chance oh did you uh well, do you remember the backlash that the doom game got the more oh yeah beta? absolutely yeah. It's, absolutely. it's weird as well because i didn't really think the beta was that bad i mean it was mediocre and it was generic but like it, it really didn't deserve the backlash it did and then yeah, the, game comes the game out, came out and it's got, like, everybody loves it yeah, yeah, yeah but that's it. probably because of the single player, to be fair. Most people bought Doom for the single player, and the single player is good. Hmm. Yeah. All right, guys, I wanted to uh, thank my two guests in this <laughs> wonderful episode of the podcast. Uh, we have No Fuckers, and we have Pyrocynical, and I thank you guys for coming on and talking about your channels and giving your opinion on uh, the popcorn gnome and YouTube's <laughs> broken uh monetization and dmca system don't forget and, the uh, memes as well and talk, yeah we in, talked in about memes meme in-depth yes. meme analysis and we talked a little music and uh and, and uh, i'm sure after this we're probably going to have some dirty convos that the audience <laughs> won't be privy to yeah. uh, but again i want to thank you guys <laughs> for exclusive. coming on i appreciate it uh, all all of their info their twitter their youtube channels all that's linked down there in the description box and uh, i hope you guys have a have a good one yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, having us on. us on the show. Yeah.